Okay, look at us now. Episode 8 of the Down by 2 podcast. I am your co-host, Josh Elijah. To my right, as always, Mikey. How you doing? Jish, we got some playoff hockey. It's playoff time. Playoffs, baby. 2021 NHL playoffs. Um, We're going to jump right into it. This episode is just straight puck uh, talking about the playoffs. Obviously touched a lot on our Toronto Maple Leafs, um, but we really dived into each Storyline, I guess, with all the different matchups throughout the NHL. Uh, I'm just fucking stoked. That's I'm fired up. Yeah. I think the only thing that we had undecided when we were recording yesterday was uh, Avs and Knights to win the West. And Avs finished off... Uh finish off the job yesterday they took care of business yeah so i guess you got the avalanche and blues and then you got the knights and wild which is going to be a fun series as well to watch um just a lot a lot of good puck going down man we were talking uh we were talking panthers and bolts as well the battle of florida yep oh man there's uh and then obviously um starting saturday what game do we have saturday uh caps and bruins Okay, I guess by the time this will be uh, released, we'll, um, that we'll be series in the thick of it. Yeah, will already be underway. Um, but we're going to have this out hopefully on the same day as um, as the rest of the games when they start on uh, on the Thursday, I believe. Um, not to mention, though, we also had uh, a really, really good pal of mine. Uh, it was great to have him on the show. Uh, Brad Aldworth was our special guest on the show. Master Aldworth, if you will. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Straight beauty. Oh, man. Yep. Absolute beauty. Just uh, what a treat to have him on the show. It was great chilling with him. We also had Jesse, a.k.a. Birdman, <laughs> producer on the show. It was uh, it was great to have that four-headed monster. And, yeah, I uh, loved it. A lot of banter back and forth. It was nice to get everyone's uh, takes and just different angles on on their approach for each series. Yeah, I had a couple, a couple pops, a couple beers, which we'll uh, get into in a bit. We got a new promo spot coming out with our new yeah. partnership. Uh, yep, but yep. Stay, stay tuned to find out more about that. But this is episode eight. We're going to jump right into it. Let's go. Episode eight of the Down by Two podcast featuring Master Aldworth. All right, what can I get you? Hey, Bubs, I'll get a round of uh, fun waters for me and the boys. Okay, what a round of alcoholic seltzers for the basic bro over here. Wait, what'd you just call me? Well, you just ordered a round of seltzers. Wouldn't you rather a round of beers? Well, yeah, but I gotta work on my summer body, bro. Okay, okay, look, I get it. So you're looking for something light, right? Yup. Okay, something crisp? Yup. Super crushable? (laughs) Yup. 100 calories, low in carbs? Double yup. Well, it sounds like you need a round of yups. I see what you did there. Is this where I say yup? <laughs> yup. Yup beer, made with all natural ingredients and only $1.85 a can. Available in over 200 locations across Ontario. Visit yupbeer.com to find a store near you.
right, we're here with a very special guest on the show. Um, I know I say that every show, but this time I fucking mean it. Uh, this guy is absolutely unreal. He's one of our good pals. Uh, met him in Toronto. Uh, he originally is from Kitchener, Ontario, now makes his home in Surrey, BC. He's an amazing sports mind, uh, good friend of ours, uh, chef extraordinaire, Bradley Aldworth on the show. Brad, hey. baby, what's going on? Thank how you, you for doing? The warm welcome. Doing well, man. How how are you guys doing? <laughs> Not too bad. We uh, we always joke around saying that uh, your last name Aldworth just sounds very uh, high and mighty. So we always joke around. We're like, mm, yes, Master Aldworth does not approve. <laughs> yes, Master quite. Aldworth approves of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Great to have you on, man. We've been uh, we've been waiting for this, and you know this is just it's a great uh, great change of pace that just have one of our true fucking homies on the show and yeah. uh, not be all nervous with our notes, being like, um, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> tell me about your time. And the- <laughs> um, we go. Let's just take a step back to where it all started. That's usually how we like to start uh, some of our interviews, and uh, just just uh, let the audience know a little bit about how we met um and for for those of you have been listening i guess for the last few episodes you've been uh hearing a little bit of uh reference to uh bp front and john we're talking about boston pizza front and john which is where um which is where myself our producer jesse aka birdman and our guest on the show today uh guest on the show brad we all worked at boston pizza Front and John. And uh, if you're familiar with Toronto, uh, Front and John is right across the street from the Rogers Center, uh, aka the Sky Dome. And that place was an absolute shit show. Like, it is one of the busiest places on Front Street, right in the core of Toronto. And you just get all walks of life and fucking just anybody coming out of the woodwork uh, to this Boston pizza in the heart of Toronto. And uh, man, just some crazy times that we've had there. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, man. The days where we would get like uh, the ACC traffic, like Disney on ice and Comic Con and then UFC fights all in the same day. Yeah. You have like guys dressed up as like the Little Mermaid next to like tables full of kids going to a show. Oh, it was wild. wild. Yeah. It, it was insane. And then the meatheads stroll in a little bit later. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And like, and like a few, a few UFC guys sprinkled in between. The reflection shirts really. Yeah. Really, oh, big time. Oh, yeah. Big time. It's Spray insane. tan all over the toilet like, seats. But they're all sitting next to each other in the bar where it's just yeah. like, why don't you maybe like spread this out from the dining room and not cram them all in the bar? We're like, oh well, it's last call. Like, where are these people coming from? You just have like what the late night Ripley's Aquarium rush coming in out of fucking nowhere. <laughs> like, what is going on, man? Is the place? Yeah, I think that's why you loved it there, though. You, you, it can, was, you can relate in every different way, so it's perfect. It was just, a show. Constantly. Oh man. I mean, just the just the sea of people that would just bleed out of the Rogers Center after the Jays game, uh, especially opening weekend, like win or lose. These guys are fucking wasted already. So they're always the Red Sox, too. It's always Boston. (laughs) Boston fans. Yeah. You got people coming in from Boston and New York and just demanding everything. Um, it was it was crazy, man. Some fucking crazy. Do you remember the time that uh, they asked you to come into work when you had not been working there anymore? <laughs> yeah, when I didn't work there for almost a year. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I I I moved away. I moved out west. I did a season out in the mountains, snowboard bum life, you know. And when I came back, I said, "Hey, 
it was like my second day back in Toronto, and I was like, you know where I'm going to go for a pint? You come to BP. BP Front and John. You were you were scheduled to work that night, but yeah. I came in. I had a few pints, and uh, and then Aubrey, who was just a G. Yo, uh, shout he, out Aubrey Stedman. Like, yeah, shout out Aubrey Stedman. Great guy. He was like one of the investors. And this was a couple days before um, before this franchise location that we worked for was being passed back to like BP corporate. So the reins were going to be tightened in a little. And uh, and it was like <laughs> it was like the last days of the Wild West, basically. So I found that out. I had no clue. So Aubrey got me half in the bag. And then one of the managers, daytime, daytime drunk. The assistant general manager comes down and he's like, "Oh, Brad, great to see you. We're shooting the shit." And he he's like, "Hey, if we ever needed you to like step in for a minute, would you be down to do that?" And I thought it was a complete joke, but so <laughs> so I'm like I'm like, yeah, of course, of course, I would do that for you guys. Yeah, well, you're half in the bag, so you're just like, yeah, fucking sure, yeah. why not? Yeah, 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 yeah. So sure. vulnerable. Little then, did I know that sakes. when that when I went home, I would get a call two hours later, <laughs> the same day. <laughs> they're like, hey, yeah, we're a little short staffed right now. Yeah, we're a little short staffed <laughs> in the kitchen. And what's what's also great is that before I had, I did work in the kitchen there, but before I left, I had been managing front of house for almost a over a year. So I had been removed from the kitchen there for a while. Either way, they yeah. give me a call for a kitchen shift. I've already gone home and uh, and partaken in some extracurriculars. You know what I mean? And, uh, and <laughs> so I'm just like, I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll come into work. <laughs> because so this will I, be uh, hilarious. So I show up with my backpack. Josh is on the bar. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm here for work. You thought I was fucking joking, but I wasn't. <laughs> I show up. Birdman is in the kitchen. It was you and me, buddy. It was you and me, man. I was working beside you. I was working beside you. I was stoned as hell. And I was and I was half in the bag. And I was like, bro, all I remember how to make is pepperoni pizzas. So that's all I'm making. <laughs> you got everything else, right? Yeah. yeah. You got it, you got it all, right? We're getting burger, never heard of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Burger, I've uh, I honestly I don't even know what that word means. So yeah, that is so incredible. It was, it was um that just stands testament to whenever you guys are going to play back to BP front and John, like this is the environment we're talking about. So, Oh man. Well, it seems to come up every, every episode and even every time we drink, it's like the story every <laughs> single time just always something. comes back to BP. Yeah. It sounds like everything originates from fucking Boston pizza downtown. And you know what? It was a complete shit show, but like it gave me some of the best friends that I, that are going to be through my whole life. So uh, I can't complain too much about it. I mean, even that shift, just to just to further uh, yeah, give example they, of how ridiculous it's only it scratching was. the scratching the surface the, on it. The, the AGM comes to me and he goes halfway through the shift. He goes, he, they had agreed to give me a hundred dollars cash to work, so I was like, one hundred percent, yeah, I'll come in. He comes in, he goes, can we pay you like next week? I was like, <laughs> no, like, now. <laughs> like, That's not like, part of the agreement. Pay me now, dog. I don't even work here. You know? <laughs> yeah, you'll never. You're see just that. visiting. No, yeah. I go. Well, I got the money. Yeah, I got the money. And then and then so this is like after a Jays game, the rush usually lasts a couple hours. That was my intention. I was there to cover their ass. It was like a five to ten or something, right? Yeah. Just to help them through the rush. And uh, and they start trying to cut kitchen staff before me. (laughs) 
like, no, that don't even work here. <laughs> You're in there fucking half, half in the bag working for cash. This ain't a thing. <laughs> I was like, they're trying to get me to close. Like, what are you talking about? Like, bro, you I don't know if you understand. this kitchen right now. I don't work here. And as of right now, that that is, that is something that, man, I can't believe... I mean, I can't believe it. I can't believe that's how they would it's try not shocking. sewer you into closing. I love it. Oh, though, man. The time, they tried. Know. They certainly tried. And that night was also like Aubrey was there to celebrate the fact that it was kind of like the last hurrah. So I went home, I showered, I came back, and I partied like I was staff. Like we had a rager that oh, night. Yeah. That was a good one. Oh, <laughs> for sure. Good, that was one to definitely send it tied, off, right? Definitely tied so, it on. So you know what? The celebrity shift, like I loved doing it, but just all this all the funniness surrounding it is just like very much worth is it. a testament to how ridiculous <laughs> that place was. But it oh, built man. great bronze, man. Great great bonds. Yeah, man. Well, I'll I'll definitely drink to that. I'll drink to that to to the BP days. Yep. <laughs> oh man. We definitely do miss you in Toronto, though. Um, just even the, I guess the last time that you were in the city, uh, we've shared a lot of amazing uh, sports events together. You know, going to a hundred different Jays games, going to yeah. uh, hit up games of the ACC or Scotiabank Arena, what have you. But the one that really sticks out to me is um, 2019 NBA champs, Toronto yeah, Raptors, baby. when um, when the Milwaukee Bucks, when we had that series. I think it was right after we it was it was official and we're going to the finals. We just beat them in six games uh i think that's when you called me i was i remember leaving work um at the stone lion and you're like i'm booking a ticket i am coming home can i crash at your old apartment which i was living in and like that yeah, that was yeah. that was your old apartment it's like do you mind if i get my couch back and i'm like yo absolutely <laughs> come on is it down. the same couch too no, you guys know we took the couches with us. Yeah, <laughs> is this the place you just left? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. That's yeah. the same yeah, that's place. That's my old apartment. And uh, so. man, just just partying in the city for when uh, when the Raptors won the championship. I had been out west for about uh, a year at that point, but I had just moved to Vancouver. I was starting a new job, and luckily, I had uh, I was working under a chef who was like a super dope guy, and let me like str- I had my phone just set up on the side, right, and I was yeah. streaming the games and. He's a British guy. He's not super into basketball, but he understood the level of commitment that I had to watching this team on this run. And how big this was for for Canada. Yeah, and 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 when they when they solidified a finals position, I was kind of like, man. And I was standing there <laughs> stoked, and he looked at me. He goes, "Are you going to need time off next week?" And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm booking this flight home. And I just knew, like, after being a Toronto fan of all sports, really, but a huge Raptors fan from the very beginning, I knew I had to be there. Like, I knew I wasn't going to be able to get in the stadium. I knew that that wasn't achievable. But to be in the city would just be priceless. And I would be kicking myself if I didn't make the trip and they and they did win. So I just pulled the trigger for game five and six. That was my window. If it went to seven... I had You're to toast. go back. So, uh, so yeah. Party, you probably knew it wasn't going to come around again. Like it wasn't going to be like a, the beginning no. of a dynasty, right? This was like this was their one-year window, right? right? Yeah, yeah. And 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 that window hasn't been presented to any Toronto team in the recent in 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 my fan in the history of my fandom. It really hasn't been there. So it was just not an option not to fly back. It, you know, it, it is what it is. And I, man. True so commitment. I, I love it. it. Oh yeah. man, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And you're I right. Had to be in the city. 
you it is you're right it is it is something special just to be able to experience that in in toronto and whatnot and you're right it's not something that a lot of toronto fans have had a chance to even witness because like i don't know about you but i don't i don't really remember the jays winning in the early to mid 90s so it's that's something that like man way too young yeah to really appreciate it and we got to appreciate the raptors winning the championship they're like my personal personally my favorite team and to to witness them winning at the age that we are and being able to fully enjoy it and and just just have a time drinking the bars till like 5 a.m nobody gave a shit it was just unreal yeah, it was an experience. It was it, exactly what you said. Just it's the, you know, when you're when you're at that age, the age that we were a couple of years ago, we've seen years and years of the struggle and we know where that team came from and the build that came to it. So, again, like that all built into the decision to come home. I mean, again, yeah. it was an easy decision, really. And it, it was a good one. Yeah, it was worth it. A great night that night. Speaking of uh, speaking of struggles, though, I mean, like as as a Leafs fan, we've uh, like all of us here uh, on this on the show today, we're we're all Leafs fans, and it has been a struggle over over the the majority of our lifetime, I would say. For the most part, we've had some like we we had some good teams, we've had some good teams, but it's it's now seems like a really good time, and we'll transition to hockey now. But uh, right now seems a real like a really good time and a really um, promising playoff experience right now uh, for for Leafs fans moving forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an interesting year with um, obviously with everything going on. Uh, the North Division, you know, you have, you have, there's all these, there's all these oh, kind of umbrella um, um, things looming over this year. I mean, it's given us the opportunity to perform at a, at a really awesome, at an awesome, like to our capabilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we also, you know, it's interesting to know that if we were to make a, a, a second, well, I guess not even a second round, but an Eastern Conference Finals appearance, we'd be seeing a team that we haven't seen all season. So uh, I'm holding my breath. I'm still pessimistic because of that reality, right? Yeah. Like we, yeah. We've played five other teams all year. Yeah. And yeah, Matthews continues to light it up. Yeah. And we're going to end up winning the North regular season wise. And I think we'll, I think we'll get out of the North. I'm, I'm hopeful of that, but we, we haven't been battle tested by any of these, these other teams. So no. it's, it's a complete toss up of what's going to happen once these first two rounds finish up. Right. And you know what? What keeps me optimistic about that whole thing is that it's a double-edged sword. They haven't yep. seen us either. And this season, we look like a different team. But do we look like a different team because of the because of the layout? Or do we look like a different team because we are actually that team? And I don't think that gets answered. It, it'll get answered in the next couple of weeks is what, it, you know, that's what it comes down to. Um, Here's why I'm holding my breath is because these teams in the other divisions, the Caps, the Bruins the lightning the knights they're all they've all gone deeper and they're all battle tested so when Bolts, once once like, these guys match up again like they're so battle tested that i'm worried that toronto who really hasn't gone deep at all obviously no they haven't not in so the last 15 gonna, years they haven't made it past the first they're round they're going to be swimming uphill when it comes to that plus the fans in the stands so I'm holding my breath. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah, I think that I think that if it's one thing that's been taught to us as Toronto fans yeah. across the board, it's to be cautiously optimistic. So, yeah, absolutely. So you know, that's that's something that I'm going to hold tight regardless of the year. But I think we have uh, 
this year is a uh, is a special one in that way. So I I totally agree. I don't. We're not going to know until we get there. And you know what? Like like I said, we look like we look great this year, but we look we, there's there's speckles of the old Leafs in there. You know, oh, like yeah. last night, like last night. Yeah. Like and and I mean that's Freddie Anderson's first game back. You can say things like that, but at the end of the day, that's uh, that's something that's shown itself time and time again in the best and the worst of times. So all of a sudden, that's in the back of your mind too, wrapping up the season. So, always. Yeah. And then you have Jack Campbell hoping you're going to be your ace to start a playoff series, and really, he's what's Jack as- Campbell really? He's he's had a great year, and and he's he's a touted player back in the day, and he's kind of finally emerged, but. What's he gonna do when his back's against the wall, right? Yeah. And that final round might end up being more of a coaching battle than anything because none of those teams have faced each other yet this year. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. you're not gonna have any game prep or anything like that. It's just gonna be like an on the fly decision. Yeah. Yeah, well, because if you're making it to the Eastern, if you're making it to the conference finals, you're a team that it has the ability to be there, right? Like you have the players on the ice that are going to that are that have brought you there, and the coaching that has brought you there. But you're right, like this season isn't like oh, let's look, let's look at the five or four games we've played Boston this season, because mm-hmm. like, realistically, that's what we're looking at. It, by by my predictions, if we make it there, we're going to be playing Boston. Um, you, you have to emotionally prepare for that. Yeah, well, emotionally is the main. Yeah, that's the main one. <laughs> it's like you know that, and, that division it, itself too is a beast too. I, I can't predict gonna, what's going to happen there in the no, east. No, no. I mean, well, I think we'll get into that. But before we, yeah, before we kind of go around all the different matchups, and uh, you know, with the time that's being recorded right now, we're not one hundred percent sure how at least one of the divisions is uh, panning out the West. Uh, but uh, let's let's just look back and uh, and take a look at the Leafs season. Let's talk about the good. Let's talk about the bad. And there ain't no ugly. Let's just talk about some some of the question marks kind of going in and some of the narratives that are going into this first round of uh, of the playoffs. So um, why, why don't we start off with with some of some of the good things that we like going into uh, this year's playoffs? Well, the Habs stink. So there's that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Habs are the Habs. I think their success really rides on Carey Price. Exactly. That's a note I have written down is I think if Carey Price can do what he did last year and steal a series, then we're in trouble. But I also don't think that um, I don't think that it's as big of an issue for our firepower. I think that Agreed. we've we're seven, two and one against them head to head this season. And I think that that speaks volumes to what we're going to be able to do that to them in a in a seven game series. And, you know, like. I really try to treat my fandom with the Leafs from a, a from a place that isn't biased, and I know what the Leafs can do in the way of like shitting the bed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't. <laughs> but I, I really, I really don't see that. It does come down to Carey Price. You hit it. You nailed it, Bird. Um, it comes down to if he can if he can steal some games, then he can make this a series. But if we're if we're going player for player, I don't think we have an issue. Um, and the good this year has been glaringly like obviously we got. We've got the Rocket Richard winner, um, and 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 I think that we've added a lot of depth. I think that the team looks good uh, through and through. I think that all lines look good. They have their moments. I think that if we're talking about the ugly or or the the down parts, is you still have that like uh, you still have that streakiness of the Leafs that we've seen in you know our whole lives. 
that still exists. Um, there's still moments where you're like, man, you know the team is so good, but then they just play like absolute dog shit. <laughs> you're like, mm-hmm. what's yeah. going on? Yeah. Uh, Everyone just starts watching for a, for a yeah. couple periods and you wonder what just happened. Yeah. You get, especially when they get up a couple goals. I think that's the worst place for us to be is ahead by two. It, it just seems like it's like a crippling, like, sense yeah. of security you, you go up to and you start to get, you almost you're almost more anxious it's yeah. just like a yeah take the yeah right i like uh i like positive wise heading into the, these playoffs though is the grit you brought simmons yeah. has been a great Absolutely. signing at a bargain you I'm bring in a captain man. like felino i think i've mentioned it before mm-hmm. I, I love his playoff game like i love a guy like him who's leadership he's played under torts he's he'll fight he'll hit He'll score. Absolutely. I mean, not at a high end level, but he he brings that that playoff type game that everyone loves. So, yep. Jumbo Jumbo's looked good too. That's the guy that's gonna piss off the other players on the yep. on the yep. other team. Wear them down a bit. Draw the penalties. That was the big move at the deadline. I was, I you know, Mike, we're just meeting here, but with Josh and Bird, we had a little chat going, and I was like, Felino's the move because he's gonna be the guy like. This year, we were already seeing that we were picking up the grit and we were picking up the the in the corners, the digging for the puck. They really seemed to buy into that two-way game this year. Yeah. And he is just like, he was the the best piece at the deadline to fit that play. So, Mm -hmm. you know, like points production-wise, it hasn't been like some remarkable thing since the deadline. But what you're saying, all the uh, non-quantifiable like stats that he yeah. brings, the, the style of play and playing into that side of the game that the Leafs need to really like, like bolster up, I think that you're completely, yeah, you're right. He's the guy that's going to be like uh, in people's faces and he plays that gritty game. Yeah, happy giving up what they did for him. Like as Easy, soon as playoff time, playoff time comes around, that's exactly the player you want. Yeah. And I mean, even Matthews and Marner, I know you're they're the elite scorers on the team. They're playing a two hundred foot game. So Yeah. Yeah. I don't and, think we've seen Matthews play a more sound defensive game. And you know, it's not it's not defensive in the way that he's throwing his body around, but picking the puck and like oh, yeah. like ta- like takeaways. I don't know the exact stats on that, but it just visually and watching him, he's playing a game that has that has the other that has his back in mind like he's thinking mm-hmm. about the other end of the ice which is all you can ask for for a guy that's going to score 41 and 56 so nuts you got to appreciate that for a second that's uh those are big numbers that would have been a 50 goal season that's crazy I, uh, he was on pace for 65 i think is that what the is that how yeah. would it works yeah, out to crazy. be right nuts. but do you guys think that the big asterisk there is the north division because we're not like what about that playing a lot like, of great teams. Let's, let's be let's just be honest before we drink too much Kool Aid. Because we, we, I was almost about to go nuts on like, yeah, I love this, love that. But yeah, the North Division is weak. Every division it's weak. It's has weak their shit teams, fuck. though. Come on, like the Canadians, Winnipeg's even Winnipeg has firepower, and I've always liked the Jets, but they're they're not the Jets of four years ago. And the Oilers, notoriously, I mean, they have amazing star power up front. Other than that, though, they're so top-heavy. Yeah. 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 They're a tipping so, team. 
You gotta, you kind of just gotta hedge your emotions before you get too excited. And that's the thing is, is that they've spent the entire season, and they like their record is very good because they've got all of those teams' numbers, right? So again, it's would this be different if they were facing other teams out of out of uh, the North Division? I think it would be really naive to say it wouldn't be. Um, I think that goes for the Leafs as well. That's not, you know, that's not shitting on any other team. I just think that, but that's, but that's also every, every division has had that, right? Every division has had the teams that have rose to the top Mm -hmm. and every, every division has had the teams that have fallen. And those teams that have fallen down might have had more success against the teams that they would regularly play two or three times a season outside of their, outside of their, you know, hasn't really uh, been close though. So, no, no, I think that the biggest, the biggest, uh, the most drastic um, kind of like top tier to bottom tier has been in the north and you've really seen a division in, in it. So it's like for us, like, yeah, I, I love us first round against Montreal. But after that, you know, I don't know. I really, I really need to see the Leafs shit pump Montreal, though. Like they can't go more than five games. No, they need to play both good. ends, and they just need to run them out of the building. Like I don't want to. If they're pussyfooting around with Montreal, then I'm gonna, mm. I'm going to be pessimistic for the rest of the playoffs because there's no excuse. But need. would you be surprised if it goes to six, even seven? Nope. Would that would that surprise you? Carey nope. Price steals a couple games. Maybe? That's it. Yeah. Yep. That's the only way they should go there. And if it goes there by other means, then I'm really fucking pessimistic. Because aren't the Canadians, they're dinged up. There's no Weber, right? No Gallagher. Yeah. Is Weber, is Weber going to, I'm a little off on that one. I'm pretty sure he's going to they're. I think all those guys are coming back for the first round. Even Gallagher? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. Maybe not well, Gallagher, me, but Weber for sure. Price. That's a big one. That doesn't uh, scare Josh me. Josh Anderson, I think, is coming back too. No. Yep. What about well, Hyman? Hyman? I think I when I was anything. just doing a little, when I was browsing the last couple of days, I think they're hoping he'll be back. Maybe. I maybe hope not they don't the first game it, or two. Honestly, maybe, right. maybe I think that they should leave it a couple games. If we yeah. have them 2-0, let Hyman sit out because he's a huge part of this team. Huge. And if huge. we're talking about the grit factor, that guy is. He's almost an ex Yeah. Oh, he's probably one of my favorite leaps right now. I have, to, he, he must be on the top of a lot of people's list. Like the play, the way he plays the game, it's just not sexy, but he'll get those goals. He'll take cross checks in front of the net. Like, it's I sexy love to it. any long time Leafs fan. Oh, yeah. Exactly yeah. What Absolutely. Thought, man. It's a blue collar player. I love it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So are we uh, just kind of looking at some of the other matchups that we have in the playoffs? Um, are we just calling it straight up like Oilers have what it takes just to take down the Jets super easy? Or is that going to be a bit of a battle? Because it I seems like the Jets. Have, I think the Jets have kind of been slumping going into the playoffs here. I just I don't know how well they're going to be able to match up against that firepower that they have in the front, the Oilers. That's going to be maybe the most offensive series it's I think so uh, of the first round. It's going yep. to be a shootout, but I would give like no one has been able to stop uh, Drysital. No one has been able to stop uh, McDavid. Right. And, and the Oilers, the head-to-head um, over that is Oilers have won seven of nine in the se- in the season. Yeah. So if you're looking at if you're looking at that's across injuries, that's across everything that the season has thrown at both of these teams. I think that's uh, a great reason to give Oilers the heads up. I would give uh, I would give the Jets um, the advantage 
in goaltending. I think Halibut has been absolutely good. Uh, and I think he's the better of the goaltenders in that series. But when yes. you're looking at the firepower and you're looking at the stopping power of the Jets defense, I don't think, I think McDavid's going to have 12 points by the end of, and it's going to end in five or six games. I have Oilers in five. I have Oilers in yeah. six. And I, that's because I'm, that's because I'm thinking Halibut can steal one, but. I, I'm right on. I'm right on. I had Oilers in six. Hellebuck has the goaltending. Smith's had a great year. Um, yep. I, if the Oilers want to go deep, he's gonna have to play like Mike Smith of the old, and he's kind of resurged this year. It's been a nice story actually, getting some good play out of him. Yeah. Um, Winnipeg, they got some firepower up front too. I know Oilers is dinged up. They do. Yeah. I this I I'm gonna go defense, off the beaten path and maybe go even. Oilers in seven because, I mean, they've got some talent up front too. Halibut yeah. plays it's not so much off the beaten path. Yeah, I know every, it's not as sexy. Oil, everyone wants to see McDavid score average three points a game and then run him like it'll be six five games. But Hellebuck, if he plays like Vesna Hellebuck and Pe- Winnipeg's top end forwards play big, oof, man, Oilers could be in trouble. Oilers could be in trouble quick. Because you mentioned it, Oilers are a top-heavy team. So if if they if for some reason they don't come out firing like they have all season, and there's really no indication that they're going to stop, so I would say that that's pretty easy to pencil in. But it, it could go either way because it's going to be a shootout, and and uh, a shootout series isn't good for either team. Realistically, uh, I don't think either one of those teams have a chance of making it deep because their defense is not great. And Agreed. Defense wins championships. And Oilers, I mean, they've they've kind of they've been a little brittle when it comes to playoff hockey too, almost in the same category as the Leafs. So yeah. Winnipeg's got a little bit more some veteran savvy there. So don't be surprised if you see Winnipeg coming out of this one too. Guys, check yeah. th- check this out. McDavid's got 104 points. Drysidle's got 83. The next forward has 35. Yeah, exactly. And every other forward has less than 25. That is a fun fact there. I love it. Love it. That is nuts. That's not even top heavy, (laughs) man. That's something else. That's too nice. That's in a different league. I changed. That's why I like. Lollipop. Yeah. (laughs) Not that you can lock those guys down just because you can't, because that's what everyone tries to do every single night, but. They if disappear for a couple down, games. All over. of a sudden, they're down three exactly. one in a series. Yeah. The game, like you're in trouble. That one's a toss up, but I do have Oilers winning. Oilers in yeah. six. That's my call. Yeah, part of me wants to see Oilers and Leafs too for a little Matthews. I like Oilers in six. Nice, yeah. Just to go back, are we saying Leafs in five? I got Leafs in five. I got Leafs yeah. in six. I have Leafs in six because I- I'm going to go six too. Yeah. I think Carey Price can steal a game, and then I think the Leafs can lose a game. Yeah. Leafs are going to put up a stinker for sure. Let's move over to this. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know them too well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's move over to the uh, to the Central, which, uh, man, there's just so many good teams in the Central. I mean, like the Panthers and Bulls are going to be a fun match. Love to watch. that series. Love that. The season ended pretty, uh, pretty gritty, too. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Battle of Florida, right? I think they're both great teams, and I think it Love has it. potential to be a classic series, like a oh, classic yeah. NHL series. It sucks because I kind of wanted, I kind of wanted um, 
I, I kind of wanted that for the next round. I didn't want them to have to face each other. Um, but no, I, I love it. It's it's going to be great. First round's as gritty as any other round. Yeah. You're fighting to stay in it at that point instead of oh, fighting yeah. to face them, right? So Absolutely. You're coming out I 100 think, miles an hour. I love it. I think you got... There's. It's just like, for me, like that's this is like a hockey series. Like This is the storyline. Like You have the defending champs versus a team that might be the biggest surprise of yep. the season. Because the only thing the Florida Panthers have been consistent at in the last 10 seasons have been moving players, coaches, and front of house and losing <laughs> games. Like, that's all they've done. And to come in this season and make it all work and hire Joel Kenville and, and really have that Hall of Fame presence, like, it's done wonders for them. They have Jonathan yeah. Huberdo and Barkov are playing. Barkov like, like is just elite level. Yeah. Elite level, like a two-headed dragon. They got Dougie Hamilton playing well on the line, like a Calder. Nope, you're talking. Mentor, you got you got Dougie over on the Canes. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm, Ekblad, uh, I'm getting ahead of myself. You're thinking of Ekblad. 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 Yes. On a tear. Yeah, on an absolute tear. And but on the other end, you have Tampa Bay, who has probably the Vesna winner in Vatileski. Yeah. yeah. And you have uh Kucherov who's coming back for for the playoffs. Stammer and coming Stammer's back. probably gonna be back. Stammer's yeah. coming back. You got you got Hedman on the back end. Norris pro- might win the likely I think he's the favorite to win the Norris. They're yes. disgusting, let's be serious. And they haven't even been at full health. That Stanley Cup pedigree versus the team that has made it work this season and really bought in. And an interesting fact is that the Panthers have won the head-to-head this season. Yeah, the I Panthers are, oh, are for five, real. Two, five, two, and one uh, in eight games that they played against each other. Crazy. So oh, uh, I also think a huge asterisk when we're talking about goaltending is probably the best goaltender in the league over the series over the season. And a huge streak in Bobrovsky. Yeah. He can, he can be lights out or he can be an absolute sieve. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'd rather have Dreger in net because you don't know what you're getting with Bob. You're going to yeah, get it. He's going to stand on his get... head or he'll give up six. Exactly. That's nuts. Yep. Which doesn't, which doesn't bode well for playoff hockey. No, like, it doesn't. Steady Took the words out of my mouth. Yeah. But it could bode well. It's yeah, just, it's, yeah, it's good. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's tough, yeah. man. It's tough. That's a tough one to call. But honestly, if I was like, I think that my betting mind would say like Tampa Bay in six or seven. But I want Panthers to win in seven. That's what I Me want too. from that. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm with you there. Florida have some success. This might be the best first round matchup. It's either in that or the team the to be decided in the West. Yeah. Because that could True. also have, that could also be, if if it sticks like it is right now and the Avs in Minnesota play, I think that could be a great series as well. Well, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, Panthers, we... just a quick little fun fact, Jish, before you yeah. move to the next one. Panthers yeah, yeah. haven't won a playoff series since 96 when they went straight to the cup and got shit pumped by uh, the Avs. Oh, the Pavel Burry days. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Who's in net? I think John Van Beesbrook, probably. Van Beesbrook. Oh. Throwback. Man. He had so sick pads. He had sick. Yo, he had a lot of extra bars on his in face the net. too. <laughs> yeah. The extra mesh. <laughs> Gotta love it. Yeah, but long story short, that's not a good. They haven't won a playoff series. In <laughs> yeah, that's a bad fact. Years. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, I guess the Preds um, ended up making uh, man. Um, 
Saros was just on a huge tear. The the Preds were playing well. They they ended up catching that four spot, and the the Blackhawks ended up falling. So congratulations to get to face the Canes. Um, I mean, like that'll. Yeah, it's not good. It ain't good for nobody except for the Canes, uh, who I think will probably take that. And and they've been dominant this year. It could be four. The Canes have have been dominant. Gentlemen sweep. Yeah, yeah. Gentlemen sweep is that a five? (laughs) Yeah. Where you yeah. lose, I think that's when you lose game four, right? And then you yeah. win the last one. Oh, right. Yeah, I have yeah. I have them in five as well. Yeah, we're all um, on the same page here. Yeah, five. I think that, again, it's kind of like the Montreal-Toronto situation. I think that Pekka Rene would have to play a Pekka Rene of like six years ago to mm-hmm. really give them a shot to even make it to six or possibly seven. But I just don't think he has Well, Saros is going to get most of the starts. Saros will. Soros has been nuts. Yeah. Bananas. Yeah. As of late, that's been their uptick, right? Like yeah. that's, but that's been what's gotten them in. But I just don't think, you know, what's, what's really interesting to me is the, the, the Carolina goalie situation and how they've really effectively played three goalies this season. And they've all played well, including James fucking Reimer. Yeah. Who somehow has played 18 games and won like 13 of them. Like, where were you <laughs> a few years back? Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah, you know, like that. These two teams lead uh, the league one, two in uh, team save percentage the Canes and the Preds. I mean, the Preds, I mean, Pack, and it's not even led by Packs, it's Swaros. But yeah, three headed monster there is first or second in the league. That's hilarious. Wild. Yeah. It's a, it's an interesting, it's an interesting dynamic to have like a team that's been that dominant and not have just like the guy in net, but have three guys in that. Three guys that you're, you kind of written off Reimer, Mrazek, and then this rookie, I, I can't even think of his name. Man, the uh, oh yeah. Yeah. But, but it's three non-sexy players. Like it's hilarious. Jelkovic. Yeah. N- Nadelkovic. That's who it. Who <laughs> has been an absolute maniac. This yeah. Man. yeah. You know what, Carolina, with all the like crazy shit they do after wins, like yeah. I love that team. That team, yeah, like, yeah man, a place in my heart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they're kind of my bandwagon team. And, and I think I, everyone loves low their key fucking team coach. Choose. Them and yeah. the Avs, man. Well, let's swing over to the East then, where we got a couple good matchups. We got the Pens and Islanders. Um, that's that's shaping up like we were talking just before we started recording here and the islanders just everyone kind of does sort of shit on them and nobody expects them to win but like i don't know what do you think do you think that they have what it takes to potentially take down the pens in the first round uh my take on this is that they have what it takes but they showed it in 2019 by sweeping pittsburgh in the first round or mm-hmm. they swept yeah. them and no one no one expected that. What what new what the Islanders have is structure that a lot of teams can't handle that the Leafs couldn't handle last season in the in the postseason. Um and they can shut down a lot of offenses, but when you look at the head to head, the Pens won six of eight this season. They have it figured out. I think that the Pens are going to take this one. I think that because they've played them so many times this season, they've really got their number, and I don't think it's actually going to be like the Islanders. I don't shit on them because they play a style of hockey that is kind of like like uh, last era's hockey, like that yeah. that shut down that you don't see a lot of teams uh, have success. Mm-hmm. 
I don't think that the Penguins, I think that the Penguins with Jeff Carter in the third line firing like they have been and, and Sidney Crosby still being the great one. I think that, uh, I think that you're looking at like pens in six. I don't think that it's going to be a pushover. I think that they're still going to be able to play the game that they play, but I don't think it's going to be as effective as it's been against the rest of the league. Yeah, I have I have I have Pitt in seven. Um, Me too. I'm on the, I'm on the same same wavelength as you though. I mean Crosby's playing playing still top end hockey. Yeah, he makes everyone he plays with rich. Gensel Rust has had a million goals this year. Yeah, uh, Islanders play hard nose, but they play with structure, like you said. But when they're when they get behind, where's the firepower to all of a sudden generate a couple goals to get back in a game? Exactly. I mean, they have Barzal's a good player, but they just don't have. They just can't come at you in waves to save a game. You know what I mean? No, no. And getting behind, that's a thing. Like yeah. I think that if you look at it, they can hold the lead, uh, but but their whole the whole game plan relies on them getting an early lead, and yeah. I don't. I don't see it happening versus the pens. It hasn't happened all season. I think that this one is, uh, you can pencil the pens in, I think, or you can pen them in. Pen them in. (laughs) Hey, Penguins did get absolutely dummied by Montreal last year, though. Yeah. We were in Montreal to see that, too. That was was wild. And you know what? Early this year, they were all saying they fired uh, their GM. Um, and they're just thinking like there, there is the end of the era. It's time to start shipping people. And mm. all of a sudden they're back in the playoffs. They look good and <laughs> I mean, great. they're healthy. It's like, just, it, it's not hilarious. a minor tweak, but it's a tweak. Yeah. That's worth a mention. They started the season one and nine. Yeah. <laughs> so no good. everyone decided it, it's finally come to an end and it's hilarious. <laughs> but it seems like once that pressure was on, once everyone was like, ah, oh, fucking, you know what? Write the pens off. They came back and they had an amazing season after that first ten games. Fuck yeah. They, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's an interesting one. That's a huge. I think that that's a huge talking point in this series is the fact that it's like they have like a. It's like they have a chip on their shoulder, and I'm wondering. I'm wondering if that if that slow start is what sparked it, and I'm wondering if they still have that fire underneath them to be like, "Fuck that. We're not the. We're not a team that needs to be shipped out." We're still a contender, or at least a team that can make a push into the into the playoffs. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to watch, but I think that they have enough firepower to get through. I think they proved it this year with their uh, with their success against the Islanders. Um, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't even be surprised to see them come out of the East and uh, and end up in those final four because, like they they always walked around for years and years with the chip on their shoulder. Everyone wanted to slay the pens, right? And yeah. Now they've they kind of were falsely labeled as uh, a team of the past, and now they're they're right back where they are every Thriving. year. Yeah, love it. Um, Caps Bruins, it's just another fuck. I love fucking this fantastic one. matchup. I love to hate this one. Fuck the Bruins oh, first and yeah, foremost. Yeah, just, yeah, throw yeah, that fuck, just fuck. Just fuck Boston in general. Like, yeah, eat, yeah. I give yeah. a fuck about the Celtics or the Bruins. Fuck the Patriots. Can't stand the Red Sox. Like, it's true. Man. They have so I mean, much. They got so much all around, ice fuck on their Boston. fingers. They've got yeah. the best logos though. Yeah. They do. I, I, and they got they a water, really but do. I can't. I can't see the black and yellow without wanting to fucking puke. Like, oh, <laughs> God, I hate them so much. <laughs> yeah. I fucking hate them. Yeah. Uh, that being said, 
I do have Boston in this series. I have Boston in six because I've seen a, I've seen what they can fucking do. It's every year. It doesn't matter. And they're, and they're, they're, they're doing the classic Boston thing. They are in, they're on a big upswing right now. Taylor Hall joins at the deadline and has been an absolute maniac. Uh, Yeah. He's reinvigorated. He's he's just another layer to that, to that team that works. It just yeah. works, and and also I think that it's 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 worth it to note that uh, that Washington's been on a bit of a downtick, and that has a lot. And they're to dinged do. up pretty bad. That's yeah. it. it has they're a lot broken. To do injuries. Ovi's out. Oshie, I don't know. He went out last week in a game against. Samantha's uh, been like okay since Jose. they picked him up. Yeah. Um, their number one goaltender is out Stamps on COVID protocol right now. So is Kuznetsov too. Kuznetsov he might be. He might be on, fucked. Yeah, and even and Wilson could, went out. The big bully. He yeah, went out so lower body. Like, yeah. They're broken. Do you think the Capitals' window is closed? <sighs> I think it I is. I kind of do. I kind of yeah. do. Yeah. Why is that? I think it is, and I think that. Yeah, we said that about the pens though recently. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, who knows? Maybe this down by two podcasts will light the fire under their ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just gonna just shit. gonna DM them with the link after this. So just like hear this boys, Someone we don't like it. <laughs> um yeah, no, I was I was thinking the same sort of thing too with the Bruins. Um they definitely you're you're right. They're on that upswing and they're gonna take that momentum. It's, it, it is just Boston does how Boston does, and um I definitely see them in the next round. They're not as heavy though as they used to. Like they can't. They want to play physical, and they have a couple of fake physical guys. So I, I got them. I got this series going a little deeper. But with the injuries, I mean, it could it could be. I have five I have the Bruins in seven. I had the Bruins in seven too, and then I was going to scratch out and say six. But I have it at five. Him, I gave them six. I gave, gave them six five. I gave them six because of the wow. injuries. Oh yeah, honestly though, could I can see like. This could be a sweep. Like the Bruins are a. It's not to say that Washington isn't a tried and and tested team in the playoffs, but the Bruins just have that whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, and and it has been in past years that grit, but I still think like I still think they play that even if they're not throwing the body around as much. They still they're in every corner battle. They play two hundred feet. Yeah, absolutely, and it's it's the whole team, man. It's it's it is. It's really it's hard. hard. It's really hard to say anything different. And I think it's also worth noting. I think the head-to-heads are a way bigger thing this season. When you look mm, at a season series this year, uh, they won seven of ten games against Washington, and that's like Ovi's just gone. That's a lot of full power versus full power. Yeah, uh, a team, and and they are won seventy percent of the games, which is not which is not a low amount, you know. Like they they established you, themselves as a team that can definitely beat Washington. So you you hit the nail on the head there, where it's just like the head the heads this year make all the difference because like they've been you, playing each other all year. You have yeah. been grooming. ten games, like what? Yeah, like, you've been grooming your team to beat exactly these teams, and if you have that upper hand, and if you have what it takes in that structure. It, it it could just be uh, it could be a bunch of washes in the first um, in the first round. You know, you never know. Funny because I feel like is it is, is the first round even in the second round for that matter? Are they going to feel as much? Like I know that these players are going to play playoff hockey, but is it going to feel the same? Because you're you've already played playoff series small bits of like four games here, three games here. Like you've already played series against these teams. 
Uh, it's going to be, I feel like there's going to be a comfort level that a lot of players have going into these that isn't necessarily going to be that it wouldn't have been the same if they were in the regular structure of, of the league, right? So Yeah, that crazy anxiety that leads up to a playoff series. You've seen them maybe two or three times, and the building is just ruckus, and then you really don't know what to expect. The, the, the great players will show up, and then you don't know what to expect of those those mid-level guys. And Yeah. Yeah, and some some fly and some die, and yeah. but this, but I don't know. Like it seems like the like in this in this style, uh, the pressure's off a little bit almost. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Well, you were you were saying this, and you made a really good point the other day when we were chatting. But um, especially when it comes to all three other um, divisions, they're gonna feel more like playoff games. Yeah, like they'll have people in the buildings. That's another reason why even if Toronto right. gets out of the north and then they show up, I don't know if they're going to be end up playing in a, a neutral location or what. But they're going to what's going to happen with the that? first time. It's maybe right. it'll, maybe it'll energize them, but at the same time they might just be shook. No, see, I that scares me for the Leafs because yeah, yeah we yeah. haven't seen it all season, right? Well, no Canadian team has seen it. I don't even know if the NHL head office has even thought of that yet. <laughs> You're like, oh right, well, what are we going to do? With the Leafs, <laughs> like, are they gonna? I guess, yeah. gonna, are we just gonna have like a hub city to play in, or what makes the most sense? Wow, yeah, no, you're right. Like the fans, that's a huge part of it. Uh, hadn't thought of that. That's a really interesting point to make, and it's 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 just another layer to add to the you know the uh, the shuffle that this season has presented all the teams in the league. Like everyone's having to adapt to it. It's created unique circumstances for teams to look better than they are, possibly, or maybe, or maybe fall down in the standings, like we touched on earlier. Uh, yeah. Not playing teams from across the league that they might match up better against. It's been a lot of the same, and as much as that gives you the opportunity to elevate your game and play to these certain teams, it also come playoff time. It, it leaves you high and dry when it comes to seeing other teams, but I guess everyone's in the same boat too. So, mm -hmm. um, but with the fans, see, that's just another one. That's another one to add to the list. The North Division has had zero fans at any game, right? So that's why I'm kind of a little more hyped about some of the other series too that have more capacity in the stands. I'm excited. Yeah. To everything kind of getting a little ruckus. There's nothing better a sold out show and just fans going nuts. That's what it's all about. Yeah. I'm assuming it wouldn't be full capacity though, right? No, no. there's a couple states Unless you're in Florida. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Tampa Bay. The Florida series is going to be wild. <laughs> like Texas and Florida, like, I mean, they, they can put extra seats pretty in. good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's shoulder capacity. Fucking every every seat has yeah. two people. <laughs> <laughs> Lap seats. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, the, uh, the final, uh, division that we're talking here, and we're, this is the one that's still left in the air by the time this episode is released, it'll obviously be more set in stone, but, uh, we'll find out by the end of tonight, uh, as we're recording on, uh, Thursday here, the 13th, but we have the Avalanche, um, assuming that they win tonight against the Kings and that they ship pump the Kings, um, to finish off the season and, and take care of business. They, they will be facing the Blues. Um, if they don't, if they happen to lose against the Kings tonight, then it'll be the Knights facing the Blues. Um, and then uh, it will either be the Knights or Avalanche facing the Wild. So uh, very interesting series um, for, for both the Avalanche and the Knights to see who ends up getting the Minnesota Wild. Yeah, um, 
I think that the Avs have, from the beginning of the season with their roster, I fuck, I love this team. I think yeah. that... Uh, yeah. Everyone's on the Avs nuts. I think they're the most <laughs> exciting team to watch this yeah. year, man. They just, they're young. They're talented. They play together as a team. They have guys showing up who you didn't expect at the beginning of the season. And... Um, offensively defensively offensive defensemen like they yeah. are just all over the board their move they the way they move the puck it's just exciting to watch so honestly regardless of how it goes regardless of whether the abs are playing the minnesota wild or they're playing the blues um i'm abs either way uh but it is worth mentioning that the minnesota wild are have been probably one of the more surprising teams this season too i threw them in with most surprising with uh it's them and the panthers yeah um, same because minnesota has been a team uh through the years that's always they've been like pretty good but they're not exciting to watch and i think that uh Kareel, for real has really <laughs> has like handedly changed the dynamic on yeah. that team they're fucking fun to watch now man yeah i would never chime into a minnesota game it's not like i watched a bunch this year either no. but i've more and more as the season went on with yeah. kaprasov <laughs> and it's just like they're a whole different team now it's just kind of like they're they're sexy right I, oh, think, man. I think it's i think it's pretty rare that a player changes the the whole dynamic of a team and the way that a team plays in such a short amount of time too. in such a short amount of time and he He's a rookie, but yeah. like, yeah. Fuck. Fake rookie. I, yeah, I know, but you know, he's still in the Calder running. So yeah. he'll win. Yeah, he will. Yeah, good for, I'm um, good for Minnesota. I'm happy for them. Me too. They, man. they deserve it. They, they've spent money here and there. They've, they've grinded and they've never really gotten over the hump. They maybe want a playoff series or two. Um, I know they have a big fan base up there too, Minnesota. Yep. Yeah. So it's good to see them, but they'll be gone. At, they'll be ousted in the first again, too. That's too bad. Yeah. Let's them. just, it's safe to say <laughs> that the Avalanche and the Knights are going to face each other in. But that uh, might go, that might room. go six. That might go six. If the Avalanche and the Knights play each other, that series yeah. is going to be nuts, Yo, man. Yeah. I, that's a seven game series, man. I got the Knights winning the cup. I got the Knights winning the cup. Yeah. Oh, me too. Yeah. 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 I think it would be fantastic to see. I wanted it to happen in the first expansion year. I yeah. thought that that would have been the best oh, story yeah. in a long, long time. Well, that was kind of uh, like a win-win, sort of just to see Ovi get his first cup or to oh, see this yeah. Cinderella expansion story Yo, just come out of nowhere. It was fun win. watching Ovi win that cup for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah, Vegas is a deep team. They are a deep team. They're talented. I think that... Uh, the fact that their goaltending has been what it is, still with Mark Andre Fleury playing as well as he's been playing, and then you no, have he's, a, he's, he's going to be a Vesna final. Yeah, you have him backed up by Robin Leonard, who has also been lights out as a backup and like a backup playing like a good amount of games. Yeah, they're a one-two um, tandem. They're for deep. Sure. They're fucking deep, man, and they're yeah. a, they're an elite team, and you're like they're yeah, they deserve to be in that conversation and talk you know, three three or four teams that uh, have a chance oh, of winning the cup. And going they through. play man hockey, too. Like, they're a bunch of men that play hockey. Mm. Not to mention, like, they're they're built for the playoffs, for sure. I would love to see, I would love to see the Avalanche lose tonight so that they play the Blues, Avalanche plays the Wild. I think that the Avalanche and Wild would be a much more entertaining uh, sure. 
Oh, I don't know, but it's yeah, I don't know. Abs and abs and the knights would be. That's what I want to see. Second round, we need that. The, Everyone think, needs that. But if that's first round, that's uh, that like abs and who? Abs and knights are in touch. Abs and knights are touching each other. other. It's abs, abs and uh, Saint. Yeah, it's either abs and Saint Louis or abs and Minnesota. Yeah. So yeah, Um, guess the kind of because we started uh, we started dishing out some of our thoughts on who's going to win the Stanley Cup and who our favorites are. But let's let's kind of just maybe brush through the second round because now we have a kind of a a bit of a bracket to work with here, and I think we're all pretty much on the same page when it comes to our picks here. Um, So even even for our listeners and whatnot, if you want to kind of follow along with uh, with what we're doing. Here and, and let us know if you're on the same page as well. But uh, going back to that first uh, or that uh, that first matchup within the second round, Leafs Oilers, is it going to seven? Um, I definitely think it is. I think it's going to be a pretty uh, rough and tumble and, and um, just a grind right to the very end. Because both like, these teams haven't made it this far in quite some time. If we're talking about goalies stealing series, I think McDavid's gonna or not stealing series, stealing a game. I think McDavid can easily do that. Steal at least a yeah. game or two. He loves to go in get like on the leaves, two goals, man. two assists, or something like something crazy. Yeah. yeah, what is the how does the matchup been between the Leafs and the Oilers? The Leafs have uh, have had the upper hand uh, yeah. throughout the throughout there was the season. that three game series uh, midway through the year. I want to say we shut them out in all three. Is that yeah? Yeah, there was a stretch there that it was all three goalies spooky. of ours played. We left Anderson, scratching their heads. Campbell, and Hutchinson. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and McDavid didn't get a single point in those three either, worth mentioning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They completely shut him down and had so an answer far. for him for sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't see the Oilers uh I can't see the Oilers locking down the Leafs though. They've been doing like all they've played each other all year. There won't be anybody in the in in the stands. I like the Leafs in six there. Yeah. As it again, as a as a Leafs fan of trying not to be biased here, but I think that we're a much deeper team. I yeah. think that we've shown that over the year. Um, we do have more of that veteran presence as well. Yeah, we do. And and they're so top heavy. Like, like I agree with Birdman. We're not that this isn't gonna be a series second round where a goaltender steals a game. Maybe you can have Jack Campbell show up for a game and just play like Jack Campbell does sometimes. Uh, I mean, he has been good down the road and he's looked comfortable in the net but i'm just like not sold yet um that's smart but uh mcdavid can be the guy to steal a game and that's dangerous but the leafs have i think like out of anyone in the north the leafs have been the team that's been able to shut him down uh and and really shut down him and dry in the same game and and we've been really good at getting the matchups out against him that work well and it's not just top line against top line it's actually been a lot of like in those three games, I feel like we've got a lot of like Hyman out against him. And I feel like we've got a lot of that second line grit out against those guys. And, yeah, and, uh, and then you roll your first line out there and they go get another one and it's deflating. Right. So, yeah. I mean, so I don't know. I would choose Leafs. Obviously, I think that the Leafs are at least making a, uh, a conference a conference final appearance this year. I certainly fucking hope so. And, yeah. uh, and yeah, I don't <laughs> the know. City will the, burn if they don't. Against the Oilers, yeah, six or seven. Um, I don't think it's an easy series. I think that you could never count the Oilers out, but uh, I think the Leafs take that one. Yep. I like the sounds of, uh, six games in that. Um, where we, uh, we have Kane's bolts. 
you know, said we wanted the Panthers to to win that series, but in all reality, it will be the Bolts uh, that we think. Um, who do we like between uh, between the Hurricanes and the and the Lightning? Bolts. They'll get healthier yeah. and healthier. Yeah. Yeah. I would take Bolts, Bolts and, just on Bolts experience. And yeah. I mean, I mean, they just won the cup. I say they, seven. Yeah. They did, yeah. man. You know what? Kings, I'm gonna, Kings I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go against the grain here. I, I'm it. gonna take Hurricanes in that one. I think that just the style of hockey they've been playing, like they've been so dominant, and they've played. I don't have the head-to-head stats in front of me with them in Tampa Bay, but just the fact that they won so many games this season, collected yep. so many points, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. gonna say that it was at least even, if not, they were they. They bested them this season. Um, I don't know. It's going to be, a, you know what? It's a tight one, but I will, I'm going to take Canes in seven. That's that's my respect. That's I my like that. I like it. Yep. I like it. I would like to see the Canes advance. They're fun. Yeah. Same. 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 I would rather. I'd rather Canes and. I'm over the Bolts, even though they are. No, oh, yeah. I'd rather Canes and Panthers in that. Them. Like this is what we'd rather, but we're just trying to be semi-realistic. But I mean, hey, you never really know. Neither one of those things is unrealistic, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I think that if you look at the performance that both of those teams have put into this season, that either one of them could be there. And I think that um, I think that, that central division is actually probably the tightest um, for me mm-hmm. to figure out. Like, I think that obviously the Preds are a fall-off team after the those first Those other round. three, though, yeah. But that Tampa Bay and Florida like series, I think that's going to be fun hockey to watch, man. If I, I, I hope that that doesn't line up too much with the Leafs because I would love to catch some of those games. Yeah, no, absolutely. Canes and um, seven, though. Canes and seven, love it. Let's uh, let's talk Pens Bruins. If that is if that is the matchup that tends to that, if that's the matchup that pans out, I think Oof. that's where it's going. And I don't know. <laughs> I know. Oh. I'm staring at this. And I don't even know what to say because I don't know. Man. If the Bruins take care of the Caps, I'll just say Bruins they're probably playing right good hockey. I, I, and then I, I how do like you go Bruins. against the grain there? Yeah, Bruins are the easy choice for me. I think the easy <sighs> choice. I like that. They're just, yeah, I don't know. I just think <laughs> that like I just think them. that I've seen like I just like have We've them built it. up on this goddamn pedestal because yeah. I've seen them. I've just seen them. They're a fucking crushed my dreams so many times that like I have like a little yeah. bit of a complex with them. I'm like they're gonna win no matter what. Like <laughs> they've got this pl- and they got this playoff fucking cape that it's just like hey, yeah. you're gonna get back the the Super big bad heroes. Bruins Stanley Cup final two years ago too. Like yeah. it's not long ago. <laughs> and they're up front. You're talking Bergeron, Bergeron, like Marchand, Pasternak, and Hall. Yeah, the oh, versus. Versus Sid, I know you have Malkin, who's I'd say he's a shell of himself, and then a, just a random cast. So, and then Tristan Jari versus Tuka Rask. You're taking Rask there every time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I really love Bruins. the third line of the Pens right now, but I don't think that's enough. Like Boston no. has always been a team where the no name, even like you mentioned, their amazing, uh, like you know, their big names, but. The guys that you don't mention on Boston are always the ones that end up just showing up in the playoffs. Blue collar guys that yeah. be there, yeah. Who end up just being Don Dadas of the playoffs. So <laughs> I'll give them know, seven. They'll though. be there, and yeah. uh, I'll give yeah, them seven. No, I I would take I take Bruins. I don't know in how many games that one's hard for me to throw out there. Maybe six because that's six a safe, a safe number. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you got to give the pens a few. Six they is a, what in doubt, six. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and then we know, I mean, we don't know, but we're going to say that it's going to be Avalanche and Knights uh, squaring off against each other. Now that... Gonna be something. That's an that's another series. My Ooh. goodness. Wow. Good I will golly. be watching every one of those games. I just I'm fucking hard looking at that matchup. Oh. Yeah, if everything plays out the way we thought it was gonna play out. It's like <laughs> the Battle of Florida is the is really the exciting one. Other than the rekindled Leafs and and Canadians, I think that's pretty cool. But the Battle of Florida is that first round, and then if everything plays out this way, this is definitely the big one for the second round yeah. is uh, is the Knights and the Avs because Brave both Rumble. those teams from the beginning of the series have been in the in the co- uh, conversation for for a mm-hmm. favorite, right? So, man, so much I don't fire know. I don't want to call this one. I just want to watch this one. <laughs> yeah. Let's just say a seven game series. Oh yeah, yeah. It's for sure. <laughs> a big <It's> question mark. <laughs> I, I picked the Knights to win it all, so I'll go Knights seven. Right. Yeah. yeah. I love their goaltending. Mark Andre's third all I'm with you, man. I, p- I picked them He's too. To a, yeah. I picked them every year, though, to be honest. <laughs> Ever since <laughs> they were exciting, to win. Man. Yeah. yeah. In existence. And they brought in yeah. uh, Petrangelo on the back end. Like, I just yeah. experience. He's a yeah. Stanley Cup champion. And then Flurry's got a bunch of rings. Like, when in doubt, if you think it's going seven, I think you go with the experienced goalie then, right? Yeah. But the Avalanche, all of a sudden, they, I mean, they who knows? They're fucking explosive. I'll go Avalanche. I'll take Avalanche in seven. I, I'll be happy to watch either of those guys be in, uh, 100%. Be in the cup. For I'd sure. be stoked to see either one of those teams advance to the mm-hmm. finals. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have implications unless the Leafs make it to the finals for us. So, you know what? I'm just, I just want to watch that series. Something, someone in seven. That's an easy yeah. one. Yep. <laughs> Somewhere, someone in seven. Everyone's happy with that. And I think that's actually a good point to leave it at because uh, let the, let's not try and and figure out who uh, that makes it out of any of these divisions uh, because we really don't know who they're actually going to face. Yeah, everything um, gets reshuffled. This is just after something that. that we're going to have to revisit in a couple weeks that's and right. uh, see how see how uh, on or off we were. Um, yeah. But Brad, it was it was great to have you on the show. I got I got one more question for you though. Um, uh, you now living out in uh, out in BC, uh, does is that going to make you a Seattle Kraken fan? Uh, you were tripping me out here for there. a second because on camera the your your uh, S for the for the White Sox. Oh yeah, I yeah. kind of looking like, like the Kraken S for a second. That, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I thought that was a Kraken. He's bought into it. Yeah. Super Kraken. Uh, that that baseball cracking jersey, <laughs> like wow. I'm really ahead on custom. the merch game, boy. Yo, it's like, yeah, you know, I'll give you my link if you give me a show. <laughs> no, no, hell no. What are you talking about? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, right. But it's gotta be, it's gotta be fun. There's got, is there not a bit of a buzz going on in Vancouver right now? Just being uh, like, ah, they got, got a team some now, right? so, Yeah. You know what? Like, I think that a lot of the buzz created around what could be a great team is created by who we just talking about and it's the vegas knights like they did such a good job of doing their draft and then also the trades they made after like kudos to them because i don't know and they've sustained it it, they've sustained it it's not a one-time thing they've been in the conversation every year since their inception Mm -hmm. and it's like you know what that just makes people excited about the opportunity that seattle has so um, I mean, no, I won't be a fan, but, uh, <laughs> you know, but it's exciting to see a team have an opportunity to do that again. 
Um, do I think that they'll have that success? No, because I think that Vegas was a very specific situation where a lot of the right moves were made. And it was the first time that they kind of restructured how an expansion team yeah. Yeah. Like, gets their players right. So I think there'll be a little more strategy there. Yeah, yeah, there will. They've seen it done, so maybe they'll nail it. But uh, I, I know I'll be a Leafs fan through and through until the day I die. But who knows if Seattle? If Seattle's great, maybe I'll pick up a jersey. It's not. It's not too bad of a logo. So might not look good in BC though. If you're uh, like with with the Canucks there, dude. I mean Can- Canucks Kraken though will be a nice little close little one two rivalry. Maybe, hopefully, yeah. if if Seattle comes out of the gates and they're somewhat relevant. That'll be nice. I definitely think that there could be somewhat of a buzz going on north of the border, like right around Vancouver, because I don't even know how how legitimate fucking Canucks fans are. Like, do yeah. like is They're, there a bit of a, a buzz of bit, or what? A lot of bitter Canucks fans for well, sure. They they rioted when they lost, so they have to have some sort of. A- <laughs> they, have have, they have to have some sort of uh, ambition for the team. Oh man. If you're a Canucks fan listening to this, I'm sorry, but yo, can you blame us? Last couple of years I've been out here, I've gone to the Leafs game when they come here, and I'm absolutely belligerent in my Leafs gear. <laughs> yeah. I'm really sh- yeah. showing out for the boys back east, so. Good for you. <laughs> yeah. True fan right there. I love it. Yeah. Man. Well, Brad, it was uh, it was fantastic to have you on the show. Definitely going to have to have you back on. Um, always great to have you. Let's run it back before the uh, playoffs end so we can uh, revisit our An emergency here. episode just yeah. to see how off our picks are. Hey. Anytime, yeah, I'm I'm a long time listener from episode one, and uh, <laughs> a long time friend of you guys, new friend of Mike's. I'm really I'm yeah. really appreciative to be here, and uh, yeah, can't thank you guys enough for having me on. Yeah, nice to meet you, Brad. Cheers. Cheers. You as well, man. Cheers. There it is. Wrap it up and ship it. Episode eight in the books. Playoffs, baby. Let's go. Puck drops tomorrow, Caps and Bruins. Here we go. Caps and Bruins. I guess by the time this will be released, uh, it'll be on the Thursday. So we'll we'll see. Uh, we'll see if our uh, if our predictions stay true. You think? Uh, I guess Leafs in five is what we were saying. Yep, I think Jesse called it a gentleman's sweep. Gentleman's sweep, maybe six. Who knows? All we know is the Habs are going down. We know we got to hold our breath, though, as uh, Leafs fans. So <laughs> we'll, we'll take this one game at a time. This is the most confident I've been going into a series in quite some time. But yeah, that's always a very the harsh reality of it that we could potentially just buckle. Regardless, we all love the uh, emotional roller coaster the buds take us on. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, next episode that we're going to be jumping into will be uh, with a very special guest as well. Uh, former NBA player Maurice Ager, uh, worst autograph in the history of the NBA <laughs> on the show. Um, it, it was fantastic. He was just telling us all about his uh, time in the league and travels and whatnot. So uh, can't wait to uh, release that. We're going to be doing a lot of coverage on the NBA, though, as we did with the NHL here. Then we're going to be doing the same thing with the NBA and some of our predictions going to the playoffs as that season's now done. Things are heating up on both ends, right? So a couple huge storylines in that. Uh, but for Josh Elijah, Mike Fulmer, this is episode seven. Uh, oh, wait, no, episode eight. I can't even keep track anymore. We keep pumping them out. Episode 8. Let's thank you for listening. Going. Make, make sure you like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. And uh, follow us on all our socials, Down by Two Podcasts. Cheers, guys. Cheers.
Hi, I'm Logan Anderson, host of the Say the Damn Score podcast. On my show, I deep dive into the sports broadcasting business by, you guessed it, talking to sportscasters. The show has featured big names like Bob Costas, Kenny Albert, and Vern Lundquist, as well as many up-and-coming broadcasters who you may not know yet, but you will know soon. Whether you're looking for professional development as a sportscaster, different career paths, or if you just want to be entertained by hearing some of the best storytellers in the world tell their own stories, this podcast is for you. You can subscribe to the podcast on all major podcast platforms, or you can visit our website, saythedamnscore.com. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network.